Oh, hi. It's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because frankly, it is the kind that is bumming us out the least, most of the time. But we'll get there. Uh, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We can't do that anymore. It's not safe. It's, it's more frowned upon than trying to pull a fast one on the nation of Australia. Don't do it. Don't do it, Novak. Novak? Is that his name? Whatever. So for now, it's one comedian against it. Listen, he's the one like tennis player who I'm just sort of like not attracted to, so I can't really remember his name. Typically, that's a hot athlete. He's just tall and ropey and seems like a dick. Anyway, for now, it is one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the comebacks they've been amassing in their notes app for the last two years, to earn the Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will give their opinion on, let's say, how Danny Trejo's presence improves everything, more weight than a civilian's. Oh, the stakes are high, folks. Let's get into it. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Our guests. Our first is comedian. His first book is coming this fall. It's friend of the show, Zach Zimmerman. Hi, Dave. Zach. Thanks for having me back. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, an honor. Uh, how how do you feel uh, with with a book, a book in the chamber? It's very nice. I just like turned it in, and now there's like ten months of waiting till it comes out. So I kind of feel like I don't know. I just have like an ace in the pocket where it's just like, oh, I don't have to do anything all year because I have this achievement at the end of the year. So I'm figuring out what sure. to do with the weird in-between. But I'm so excited yeah. to share it with everyone and have a vulnerability hangover after it comes out and be filled with regret about exposing my life uh, at a scale I've never done before. Mm, you're going to love it. <laughs> um, As a published author, I, any warnings or, you know? I, well, I do. I, have a, uh, I can tell you how I spent those 10 months. Uh, intense worry, just nonstop <laughs> intense worry and regret about lo- like jokes that you could have done better. Mm. The second it's too late for you to do anything about it, <sighs> like they're gonna, you, it like the perfect jokes are going to come to you the moment you are not able to use them anymore. You're cursing me. Just breathe. This is a curse. Just breathe, my friend. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. Thank you. Don't you worry. Welcome back. Uh, our second contestant is a writer who you can check out on Twitter and Instagram at Megan underscore sass. It's Megan regular space sass. How are you? Hello. I'm all right. Surviving. Good. Where Where are you? What's what's happening? I'm, I am in New York City right now. Whereabouts? Uh, Washington Heights. Lovely. So towards the tip, towards the tip of the island. Towards the tip. How is life in New York City right now? Are people... Are they tense? Are they uh, well, okay? I don't really know how people are doing because I'm not seeing people. I'm avoiding not. people as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sweet. I can tell you how the people in my building are doing. Great. Um, some of them are not wearing masks in the elevator. And it not is acceptable. pissing me off a great deal. No, not acceptable. It is not. Small, unventilated no. space, people. Uh, Megan, welcome back. 
Now you have met our players, listener. So it is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, this year, pop culturally speaking. So if you are ready, players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event of the last week or two. Zach, we'll start with you. Now, this is a piece of medical news, which I think is part of the popular culture. May not have a celebrity name attached yet, but I am not hearing anyone talk about the fact that in uh, a man received a heart transplant from a pig in a medical first. A man was given Mm -hmm. a pig's heart. And that, I mean, we know bacon is bad for the heart, but now if he eats bacon, it's going to break that heart, too. Like, it's just a very... Beautiful, sad, tragic, exciting advancement. And I don't know if people have heard about that or talked about it. If the pig was a famous pig, maybe it'd be pop culture. Does that count as pop culture? I have a lot of questions. Sure. Yeah, pigs are cute. Pigs are pop cute. Pop culture is cute. Therefore, <laughs> yeah, pigs are fucking adorable. Have you ever seen a pig up close? They're so cute. I don't think I have. But they will eat you. Yeah, they'll eat you, but, eat you, you. Know, but they're cute. So if something's cute, it's pop culture. Is that the underlying logic? I yeah, that's based. Yeah, that, yeah, that is the 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 slender read on which we will attach this <laughs> to popular culture. Uh, yeah. Okay. So pig heart, pig heart, pig heart, pig heart. You know, and he uh, 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 he said he was doing fine afterwards. Uh, he just uh, headed to market. Uh, had some roast beef and Zach. went we Zach. <laughs> went we we all Zach. the way we 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 all the way home. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I apologize. No, no don't it's, dare be no, sorry. Don't it's bad. Dare be sorry. I know. Right, Pigheart, Pigheart, Zach Zimmerman playing for Pigheart. Megan, how about you? Uh, Barbie dolls. Oh, Barbie is doing a historical figures line, and Ida B. Wells. Getting her own Barbie. Getting a Barbie. I saw that there yeah. was a doll. I didn't know it was Barbie branded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. So founder of the NAACP, civil rights leader Ida B. Wells. I, I think it's a good thing for us to be doing. You know, make these toys educational. Sure. Represent real women. Of course, the doll doesn't look anything like her. It just looks like a Barbie. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. Celebrate her uh, her courage, her trailblazing nature, and her trim mm-hmm. waist. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> uh, and disproportionately large breasts. Yes. Great. And Great. lack of genitalia. Yes. Absolutely That's no the most important genitalia. part, really. Mm-hmm. I don't like my historical figures to have genitals at all. No. I just don't. I don't. I don't like to think of them that way. Okay, Pigheart versus Barbie for our first Big 22 show. All right, let's get into it. With a round, we are calling Let's Get Started. It is the beginning of a new year, as I have said. And because I am stupid, I think that's something to celebrate. In this round, I'm going to give you some beginnings of things. I want you to tell me what things they begin. For example, if I were to say, call me Ishmael, the answer would, of course, be Moby Dick, which is, of course, a thing that we have all read. I've never read it. Uh, uh, Points for the right answer. Also points for answers that are wrong, but amuse me because we got to take our amusement where we can and we have to motivate people to be amusing. Uh, Okay, keep your buzzing words, which again are Pigheart and Barbie. All right, so number one, what is this the beginning of? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Barbie. Big heart. Barbie. Megan. Uh, that is Star Wars. That is every Star Wars. Yep. That is every Star yes. Wars. 
a futuristic movie that in fact takes place a long time in the ago. past. Blew my mind when I was a little kid. Happened a long time ago? What? Mm-hmm. Yes. Couldn't believe That's it. That's why there's no need to compare Star Wars and Star Trek. No. Because one is the past and one is the future. Yeah. Also, because that boils down to an opinion argument. and Nobody needs does, any more of those. Does of Spaceballs start uh, with that too? Oh, it, yeah, probably. Like some version of it. Can I get a um, half point? Can I get a quarter point? For... Well, not if you're looking it up as you're obviously doing. We see you <laughs> squinting and looking at your screen as you Google it. Wait, Zach. I forgot. I mean, you well, can tell I'm... us, but I'm not going to reward you. But also, Spaceballs is a phrase that I couldn't quite be sure was the name of the movie, and I was scared Spaceballs that it lived in some other part of... Okay, fair enough. I forgot I'm not supposed so to How cheat. did Spaceballs begin? You're looking it up, so just... Go all the way. I, I deleted the window. I closed the window. I didn't look. Very disappointing that no one here has memorized the opening <laughs> of every Mel Brooks movie. I know. That is kind of dumb. Saw it in the theaters. I'll have you know. Uh, oh, okay. wow. Not the theaters. Just the one. Anyway. Okay. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Point to you. Megan, number two. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Barbie. Pig heart. Oh, Barbie got in there. Megan got in there. <laughs> Sorry. It's um, Charles Dickens. Oh, no. but you need the name. <laughs> yeah, you need the name. It's not how you need he the opened name of the book. I'll take this. It's right, Zach Sorry. Zimmerman. A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. Correct. It's a tie, one apiece. Okay, uh, number three comes in audio clip form. Let's listen. Ooh. Pig heart. Oh, Zach got in there. That sounds a lot like Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega Genesis or your platform of your choice. Mm, Okay, that was Sonic the Hedgehog. I guess on Sega Genesis. I don't know. Okay, uh, number four. Pig heart. Oh, Zach Zimmerman. Britney Spears lucky. These are fish in a barrel to a gay man. This is... Fish in a barrel. How do you feel it, with it, Britney Spears? Got is going to be her first whole year as a free person. I know it's very exciting. In ages. All, all it, it took was multiple documentaries and millions of dollars in the <laughs> eyes of a nation in order to have the justice system deliver a kernel of justice to a very rich white woman. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the system works. Okay, yes, wait. A- <laughs> Way to put it into perspective. <laughs> Sorry, the Instagram does not uh, does not fill me with uh, with hope. But listen, if every disabled person with a conservatorship could just have the same, we would be a better yeah. country. Truth. There you go. There you go. Free Britney movement. Turn your eyes to the uh, to the to the needy. Uh, okay, number five. You have the right to remain silent. Big oh, heart. B- b- uh, Barbie. Oh. <laughs> Megan, you were, you were just making <laughs> sputtering engine sounds. I was doing I Porky Pig. I was honoring okay. both. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Oh, that's clever, but no. Uh, Zach. Those are your Miranda rights. Not to be confused with your, your Carrie rights. rights and your Samantha rights mm. and your mm-hmm. the other oh. one rights. See, I just call her Rambo now. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> because of, and just like that, that uh, her romance with the very believable character of Che Diaz, a, uh, a, com- like, uh, a comedian who does TED Talks and a podcaster whose podcast is a morning zoo radio show, uh, who just shows up and gets people high and 
has sex with him in kitchens. Uh, it's, this season is, yeah, I don't know. It's improving. That's all. It's it's getting better. Okay. Uh, question number six. Take a listen to this. What is this the beginning of? Oh, uh, Barbie. Yes. Is that Barbie? that's a that's a fax machine? No. Yes. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wow, I am bombing. Well, you were doing well at, up top, but then I was like, oh, I'm I know. losing. And then I couldn't I remember which Charles Dickens, and then I couldn't remember my own name. I believe mm-hmm. that is The Matrix. No. I mean, maybe it is, but that's maybe not Maybe it is? Talking. What do you mean? It's not. Exclusive. No, I don't think it is. And no, I don't think you get. The, I don't think you get the beeps and the boops at the beginning of. Beep, the, boop, 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 I think you the get Matrix, the beeps yeah. and the boops at the beginning of the Matrix. No, I don't think so. That was just the, the beginning of the internet in the nineties. That's how oh, you got on it. Oh, no, no, no. That you would hear. Well, yeah. there were fax machines around that era. In that era. Since we've broken the googling uh, seal of the show, I feel morally yeah. obligated to check. What, um, what are you going to shazam that noise? I'm shazamming that noise. <laughs> After this licorice pizza ad, I'll be able to play uh, the mm. opening three seconds of, uh, the, of Matrix. the Matrix. Why would the Matrix have opened with that sound? Okay, you're right. It's not. Okay, yeah. No, oh, wait. I didn't think so. It's a phone call. It's like. Okay. But it's no, not it's a different, those noises. That's a different sound. That's a different sound, Michael Winslow. Uh, okay, number eight. <laughs> I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical. Oh, oh man. <clears throat> Pig heart. Is it some Jack Kerouac, mm-hmm. maybe? Mm, you're in the neighborhood. Oh, man. I should know this. The you Fountainhead. No. no. I I know it's not The Fountainhead, but I would no. like you to say Howard Rourke laughed so that I can... <laughs> Weigh in and get no. one. I think whoever's closest no. should get the point. Well, that's not how it works, Zach. <laughs> Take it up with the development team at Maximum Fun. Uh, those were the uh, first couple lines of Howl by Allen Ginsberg. Oh, oh. I, I, what? Uh, I was, what? Yes. I say, oh, as if I would know. I would <laughs> I was literally. I, I don't know Allen Ginsberg. I was one guy off. They're like the same crew, the Dharma bum fellows. Well, you could, I mean, you could say any guy and like technically you'd be one guy off if it's not the right guy, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're pivoting based off gender, but I'm pivoting based, I got historical time period, author, uh, mm-hmm. like part of the beat movement. I, I was very close. It's not like I said- It's a well-constructed like, argument, but you didn't get it right. So I can't give you a point. Not as close as when I said Charles Dickens and still didn't yeah. get the point. So. Yes, yes, I just, all right, finally. Finally, mm. let's listen to this. What is this the beginning of? Pig Heart. Yes. That's the, the, the Pixar title card. <gasps> that is the title card oh, the for Pixar light. films. The little, the little lamp. Guy. The cute little lampy guy. Yeah. Okay. At the end of that round, oh, I'm doing. Zach's got five. Megan's got one, but it's early going. Oh, yeah. It was just one. There was mm. just one. We've got more. Okay, it is now time for a round we're calling the Betty White Tribute Round. Oh. 2021 came out the way it came in. <laughs> Shitty. With the passing of the, the great Betty White, uh, now as a lighthearted comedy pop culture quiz show, we're kind of limited in the ways that we can 
pay tribute to somebody's memory, but we're going to give it a go with a lighthearted comedy pop culture trivia round about the Golden Girls. I will accept answers, obviously. However, in tribute to Betty White's character, Rose Nyland, if you do not know the answer, you can bid for bonus points by making up a barely believable anecdote about your early life in wherever it is that you grew up. Zach, where are you from again? Roanoke, Virginia. Roanoke, Virginia. Megan? Cincinnati, Ohio. Both places with storied histories Mm -hmm. and wild characters. Uh, If your story about your hometown is entertaining enough, you will be rewarded with points. Keep your buzz in words at the ready. Question number one, what was the full name of Betty White's character in The Golden Girls? Pig heart. <laughs> yes, Zach. Now, in Roanoke, Virginia, there's a lovely little hot mm. dog shop. A little hot dog shop that's open late night till 2 or 4 a.m. I forget the name. I think it's like Tavern, like to- Hot Dog Tavern. And it's just so mm. cute. And you can go out there and talk to the nicest men and just getting a hot dogs with chili on them and onions. And, and it's just a nice way to spend a, a 2 a.m. on a Friday night when you're not in love. Wow. The Hot Dog Tavern. Texas Tavern. And you talk to nice men. Texas Tavern? In Roanoke? I don't know why it's called that. And the the loveliest men. Some some will try to take you home. Some will try to take you in the bathroom. It's just a lovely establishment. So it's a a gay hot dog tavern. We didn't have labels when I was there. But it seems like most hot dog taverns I've been in that are aggressively heterosexual. This one does seem to be a little more open. Open until 4 a.m.? Just like my legs. I haven't seen that many. I feel like I'm not getting a point. Did you just make up the Texas Tavern thing? The the hot dog restaurant exists, but the sexuality, that just was spilling out from what I thought her character on Golden Girls might say. That was was lockdown talking? (laughs) No, no cock down in the lockdown. That was, that was, that was abstinence coming out. Locking down. That was. Uh, By the way. you really don't know the Golden Girls because Betty White was not the horny one. Rue McClanahan was the the Yeah. I also don't know the Golden Girls. Betty White was the... the Oh, fuck. I know. I was so relieved to see Zach's face drop when you announced the Mm -hmm. category because I was like, oh, (laughs) no. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, all right. This is going to be be, nothing but stories. Yeah, point point to you for making me believe in a gay hot dog stand. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, number two, what was the name of the 1992 Golden Girls spinoff series, which starred all but one of the main cast of the Golden Girls? Pig Heart. Yes. And just like that. That's exactly it. It's them, but a little bit older and wiser. Mm. No. I was going to say the Silver Girls. I was going to say the Silver Girls. No. Also no, not true. No, also give not me true. A, give me a Cincinnati story, Megan Sass. Okay, so um, around when I was a teenager... Uh, a new museum was created in Northern Kentucky. Also, fun yeah. fact is that a lot of people from Northern Kentucky will not say they're from Northern Kentucky. They'll say, I'm from the greater Cincinnati area. I see. Uh, I see. And uh, this museum is the Creation Museum. So it oh. is a anti-science version of how the Earth was created. And if you oh, visit... They'll just tell you about how, you know, scientists have some of it right, but they don't really know what they're talking about. And um, my mother is actually was actually part of a group of people that was um, she was given money to a group that was trying to shut it down. And they used to organize protests during the construction. 
they would stand around with signs like sort of Westboro Baptist Church, but like way mm-hmm. more polite and way more scientific. So they would like write formulas on the boards and and things to do with evolution. And they would just stand around like protesting. It didn't work. Yeah, but, the thing opened. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a museum and it's got camp value. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I don't I don't support it, but I get it. I get it. But I like that story. Point to you. Thank you. Now, uh, the answer the answer is the Golden Palace, and it's now on Hulu. Oh. This is never before available ad, for streaming. We all walked into no, an ad. I wish, but no. Number three. Number three. Which cast member did not reprise her role in the main cast of the Golden Palace? Pigheart. The re- yes. the really the oldest one. And and who's that? I it's rude to name a lady's name. But <laughs> A, they're all dead now. When you say the so oldest one and B, I'm asking. The smallest one. She wasn't the oldest. She was actually the youngest actress playing an older character. <gasps> yeah. Well, that you deserve zero points for that. What's your answer, Megan? Uh, Estelle. Yeah. Uh, well, uh was her, was the first name of this actress Estelle, Dave? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I can't remember her last name. I'm so sorry. And it doesn't matter anyway because it's not the right answer. Right. No, no. She was definitely um, not the oldest. Yeah, but the question isn't who was the oldest. The question is who didn't go to the Golden oh, Palace the after right. being on Golden right. Girls. Okay. Well, was, Dave, Dave, and, you're getting trapped in what the question was. Yeah. We're moving I, on. We're thinking. I just demonstrated some hardcore Golden Girls knowledge. So even if I don't get a point, I feel like I should get mm-hmm. some respect for that. Fine. <laughs> we devolved to begging so quickly. Yeah, well, it's it's you know it's the pandemic. I'm not seeing anybody, so I gotta get my adulation someplace. Yeah, and by the way, all the more reason to sit down and watch <laughs> all 181 episodes of the Golden Girls. <laughs> For God's sake, when will there be a better time? Okay, who just name a actress from the Golden Girls? Betty, Betty White. White. <laughs> No, the answer is B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Wait, I I knew that. Although one. she, although well, but you didn't say. She's it. the tall one. I don't get She's any the tall credit, one. But I did. Oh man! But you will be interested to know that she did come back for a two-part special. She just wasn't in the main. Cast. Nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. Let's let us turn our attention at this time to the theme song. If you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see what? Whether that would be me. Oh, God. Okay. Come and knock on our door. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do this. Because if I sing it through. <laughs> you threw a party, invited everyone you knew. You would see. The first one would be me. No, the host would be me. The No, the host, the host would be you. It's your party. No, you I know. The, the one would be me. And ugh, it is something would be me. Yes. <laughs> so in Cincinnati, there used uh-huh. to be a kiosk at the mall <laughs> devoted to Golden Girls memorabilia. I believe it. Yes. A lot of it was like magnetic finger puppets. Magnetic finger puppets? Yes. Yes. So you, you have little shows while they're stuck on your fridge and your hands in them? Well, you can have little shows, but no, you would pull them down. It's the, so they could down. be a magnet and a finger puppet. They they so, double. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So it's a finger puppet, but it's it's always got a place in the Exactly. Home. You know, exactly. to be like, where's the where's the finger puppets? Yeah. Of course the they're on is, the fridge. 
is that they're made of like felt. And so you, you really don't want felt magnets because then they absorb the oils and stuff from the kitchen. But yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I like yeah. it. I, I believe Thank that you. this kiosk existed and that you never even stopped. You just mall walked right past it in your New Balance shoes. Uh, Zach, I know. Ha- I mean, yes, I know two the points answer. to you for that one because I want to believe in this kiosk. Did you just I, look it up? I, I know the answer. Um, in Roanoke, Virginia, there is a <laughs> giant star on a mountain called Mill Mountain. It's called the Mill Mountain Star, and they illuminate it uh, every 4th of July uh, and after drunk driving deaths in, like, red, white, and blue, and it's called the Star City, Roanoke sometimes. And uh, you can drive up there and park and make out with someone, and a police officer can knock on the steamy windows and windows and ask you, what are you doing? And you can remove your fingers from what they were doing and uh, drive away. Wow. That was R-rated. It was poignant. (laughs) I have visions of sitting in a car making a wish on the drunk driving Death Star. Death Star. Uh, Point to you. Um, What you would see in this party. I tried Googling the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, you did? Well, I did not get the right song. I just typed in if you threw a party and it autofilled. A song by Los Campesinos. We throw parties, you throw knives. The opening lyric of which is when you yeah. play past the parcel with human body parts. So I am not in the right song. So Well, but you haven't horrifying. seen Golden Palace. You haven't seen Golden Palace. They did switch it up. They did switch gotcha. it up in that last season. Gotcha. Uh, no, the uh, the song, the theme song was, uh, by the way, already a hit song like 10 years before from Andrew yes. Gold. It was called Thank You For Being A Friend. Uh, if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be for me and the card attached would say, thank you for being Thank a you for being a friend. Yeah. See, now you got it. Travel down late. the road and oh, back again. Okay. All right. Everybody stop it. I don't want to hear it. Be Arthur and Betty <laughs> White and the little one. It sounds false coming from your mouth, Zach, knowing that I know what you know and don't know what I don't about mean. the Golden Girls. Okay. All right. Uh, number five, true or false? <gasps> Only two possible answers here. What a boon for the both of you. Uh, Season two of The Golden Girls opens with an episode where the girls have started farming mink. A Barbie. Yes. So um, in Cincinnati. True or false, fucking. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, True. That is actually true. Yes. It's true. It's true. But I want to hear this story anyway. Uh, So we actually have. A stellar, Cincinnati is actually a pretty great city culture wise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the uh, American History Museum, Natural History, Museum of Natural History that's located there has an mm-hmm. IMAX theater that mm-hmm. is one of the largest in the country. And every, every documentary that they show starts mm-hmm. with this like space travel laser show. Mm. Because you're not, there's, the seats aren't moving, but you feel like you're moving because the screen is just that big. That's and exciting. it's rounded. The trick is that the whole thing is rounded and you can see it from outside. Like the wow. whole, like the building, the roof of the building is rounded and it's also the the screen of this wow. theater. So that's a fun fact about Cincinnati. They got a big screen there. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's the first true <laughs> great fact I've screen. shared. Okay. Hence being the most yeah, boring. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably why I was not as entertained by it. I, I think um, because it was the Midwest and it's an amazing theater. You just, yeah. you don't expect it. Yeah, well, you know, we got one of those in St. Louis, too. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to give you a point anyway. Thank uh, okay, you. number six. <laughs> which, which actor was older? B. Arthur, who played Dorothy, or Estelle Getty, who played Dorothy's oh, mother, Barbie. Sophia? Barbie. Yes. 
A B. Arthur. B. Arthur is correct. She was born yeah. in 22. Estelle Getty, born in 1923. As we have established, uh, Estelle Getty was not uh, the oldest. See, I don't see age. I don't know if she's the youngest, but she definitely wasn't the oldest. I just what? see people as, the, you know, the beautiful divine light within them. I don't see age. So that's that was okay. I didn't participate in that question from a political standpoint. Not lack of pop culture knowledge. That's a so really colorblind never... approach to age. You know, for some people, mm-hmm. their age actually matters to them, and you should honor that. I'm sure <laughs> some some elder gay at the at the hot dog emporium <laughs> comes up and starts talking to you, and you're just super cool about it because you don't see age. I know how it works at the gay hot dog emporiums. I don't see age, but I see your drool, sir. Could you please let me be? Keep that mm-hmm. chili to yourself. Mm-hmm. Number seven. What was the name of Rose's deceased husband on the Golden Girls? We'll just take a first name here. Pigheart. Yes, Zach. Michael. Nope. Okay. Barbie. Yes. Uh, Edgar. No. It was Charlie. Guys, it was Charlie. Charlie. Good old Charlie. Charlie. Finally, in which American city was the Golden Girls set? Where did all of their adventures take place? In America. Barbie. Yes, Megan. S- San Francisco? No. Pig heart. Well, you know, in Cincinnati. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. I'll Not Cincinnati. I feel like it's somewhere in Florida. I'm, I'm getting gestures that, okay, we're going more granular. Uh, in the top part of, well, where? West Palm I Beach. Say, I did say what city? West Palm Beach. Um, I mean Miami. I mean Tallahassee. Miami is correct. Miami. Is correct. Miami is correct. You know, flights there are only like a hundred bucks right now. I was looking because it's is that true? It's zero degrees in New York, so I could get down there for a hundred. I I think I need to go. Maybe I'll Would go watch it? Golden Girls in Miami. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows: Zach Zimmerman has eight points. Megan Sass has seven points. Ah. You see. Too close. It's a fucking barn like burner it. now. I don't like uh, it. We're going to take a little break, but we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. I'm John Moe. My show, Depression Mode, is all about mental health. And this week, I talk with Amanda Knox. She spent four years in an Italian prison for a murder she didn't commit. That's a lot of trauma, and she's okay talking about it. If I touch on something that you'd rather not get into, just say so, we'll cut the whole exchange out. But it also seems like you're pretty open <laughs> open about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am having trouble imagining anything that you could talk to me about <laughs> I that know, I... I know, what are we going to throw Amanda Knox with? <laughs> Depression Mode with John Moe, only on Maximum Fun. Hello, welcome back, and thank you for being a friend to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Zach Zimmerman and Megan Sass. Our next round is called See No Evil. See No. See No Evil. The new HBO Max series Peacemaker premieres uh, on the very day that we are recording this podcast. It is a spinoff of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad movie from last year. It follows wrestling star John Cena, uh, or, or the character that he plays, as listen, I don't fucking I don't know who I don't know what the deal is with the Suicide Squad. You can't make me care. I I feel like Jared Leto's involved somehow, and that's that's a bridge too far. Uh, but in honor of that show, 
That's the one, right? That's the one where he's the Joker and he's yes, yeah. and he sent he sent condoms full of things. Yeah, he sent to his condoms co-stars. full of things to what his co-stars. Sicko. What a goddamn sicko! He's in he's in fucking House of Gucci, playing a playing a lost Mario brother. It's it, it, ridiculous. What is your deal, Jared Leto? Oh my god! Anyway, but in honor of Peacemaker and James Gunn, my St. Louis homeboy. We are going to play a simple musical guessing game. This is a press your luck kind of a game uh, where in front of me, as you can see, I have 10 boxes. They are as invisible as the memes say John Cena is. I don't know what that means either. In five of the boxes are songs from the Suicide Squad soundtrack. In the other five, we have got John Cena's wrestling intro music. You will each take turns picking a number from one to 10. Uh, if there is a soundtrack song in the box, you get a point. If it is John Cena's intro theme music, you will lose a point because John Cena has defeated you. Okay? It's very simple. Uh, also, if you can name the song from the uh, the uh, Suicide Squad soundtrack, then you get an extra point. Uh, Megan, because you're a little bit behind, I am going to have you go first. Mm. Give me a number one, you please, between one and ten. Two. Number two. Let's hear it. I was not ready for the role. Uh, so, yeah, point to you. A point to you because that was a song from the Suicide from... Squad soundtrack. Yeah. Now, can you name that song? For an not ready for the road. By whom? By the, the Roadsters. Okay. Settle down. Was that, no, d- was that, that was, Death that Cab was... or Postal Service? So close. It was the Decemberists. Decemberists. Right there in that mm. zone of fucking teacher's assistant ass bands. <laughs> Wait, did I get the uh, title of the song right, though? No, it's called The Sucker's oh, okay. Prayer. Sucker's ah, Prayer. Okay. Decemberist okay. is Man. to Death Cab as uh, Allen Ginsberg is to uh, Jack Kerouac, I think. Yeah they're, yeah, they're similar. They're similar. They fucking drive me crazy. I like, I, I, every now and then I'm like, I hear a, a December song and I'm like, you know what? All right. That's fine. This is, I, I'm getting into this. And then it's like, the stevedore applies the bomb. And it's like, oh, fuck you. God damn it. Stop it. Anyway, all right. Uh, Zach, back to you. Number between one and 10. Two is taken. L- lucky number, uh, Satan's number six, please. Satan's number six. Let's hear it. That, Zach, I am just now learning, is John Cena's walking up music. <laughs> so you have lost a point. You've been you've been defeated by John Cena. Lost a point? Yeah. Could I have not played this game? I'm that's high <laughs> risk. You have to play this game. You have to play the game. But the odds are 50-50 and completely luck-based. I'm learning I'm you losing yes. things I learned. Listen, I'm a I'm a villain. I'm a comic book villain. This is evil. Deal with this it. is Ceno evil. Yeah, it's evil. Yeah, it's evil. <laughs> Uh, Megan, back to you, number between one and ten. There's uh, no skill to this at all. Just give me a goddamn No, I, uh, three. <laughs> three. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the yeah, same song. The walk-up music. Yeah, he's always had the same walk-up music, apparently. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So we're just going to hear the same John Cena song over and over and over? Yes, half are that song, half are other songs. <laughs> they were on the Suicide Squad Cena soundtrack. Oh. There's not different Cena songs. He's from the greater Cincinnati area, John Cena. So Kentucky? Yes, Northern okay. Kentucky. Northern Kentucky, okay. 
Is he like a favorite son of the greater Cincinnati area or do you just not talk about him? I have no idea because I just made that up. Oh, I see. See, I believed you. (laughs) Yeah. I believed you. Figured they'd grow him big down there. Uh Okay, uh, Zach, back to you. Number between one and ten, please. Satan led me astray, so we're going to go with God's number, number seven, please. Number seven, a godly number if there ever was one. Let's hear it. Okay, that was a real song from the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Uh, so point to you. Uh, and what's the name of that song and who sings it? No idea. I'm going to phone a friend and that friend is Dave Holmes. Well, I'm the host of the show. and I I'm calling you in a different capacity. Involved. I- but what I will tell I will give you a very special hint. And it is the words that you just heard over and over. Die? They weren't saying Die. They were, but it's. It, but there's more than that. Oh, die! R.I.P. by the Skullheads, oh, the Grave Robbers. No, by so. the Skullheads. We're Bye. all Skullheads, Zach. Uh, that was "People Who Died" by Grateful the Jim Carroll Band. No, that wasn't even okay. All right, I'm about to lose my temper. Uh, Megan Sass, number between one and ten, please. And and we've done two, three, six, and seven, correct? Two, three, six, and seven is correct. Yes. Oof. Ah, uh, five. Five. Let's hear it. Damn it. Mm. Yep, that was John Cena's. I don't even know what they call it in wrestling. In baseball, it's walk-up music. What if that song had a title, Megan? What would it be? Abadoo! And you'd have to say it like that. Oh yeah, that's the accent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to scream the title of the song. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. You got to. That was five. Yes. Okay. Back to you, Zach. Uh, and you have lost a point, obviously. Uh, Zach. Yes. We're all ten, we're all tens here. All the listeners of uh, Troubled Waters. All the participants. We're all dimes. So let's you. go they ten. Help you now. Let's go with number, okay, 10. number ten. Number. I would love to just listen to that song from start to finish. What is it called? Rather than hear me guess Britney yes. Spears is well, lucky, that's, that's probably yes. tri- fair. Yeah. I, yeah. I look forward to listening to it as well after you tell me um, what what it was. I'm sorry, Dad. I feel like I'm letting down someone. No, no, no. I, I'm disappointed that you're trying to work these angles because it's just not going to. I'm a tougher customer than that, Zach. <laughs> Uh, okay, that was Point of No Return by Kansas. Classic mm. rock, classic. It, point of K-N-O-W return. See what they were doing there? Mm. You get it? You got it. Uh, I however, you did. what they were doing there, too. You hear what they were doing there. Yeah, they had like mm-hmm. fucking violins and shit. They, it was from that age, like just before MTV, where it was like, you cannot put these people on an album cover. No one will buy it. It was like just hideous, <laughs> hideous people. Uh, okay. But you did get a point there, Zach. Uh, back to you, Megan. Okay. One, four, eight, and nine. I am keeping unopened. track of where things are oh, falling nice. out. And that's so nice. I'm going to be furious if this one is not Suicide Squad based on the map I have in front of me. Based uh, on what we know. Four. Four. Let's hear four. I got nobody. Point to you. Another point to you is, you know the name of that song. By the way, that song has two names because it's a medley of two songs. I'll take mm. either. 
I kind of just want to listen to the song. I like it. Sure. Uh, but... Ain't Got Nobody? Yeah. Nice. Ain't, just a Gigolo slash Ain't Got Nobody by Louis Prima, later covered by David Lee Roth, the Louis Prima of the 80s. Uh, well done. Okay. Zach, back to you. Nine. Nine. Let's hear nine. Which is German for uh, whether or not I'm going to know the answer to this music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're lonely, why'd you say you're not lonely? Okay. You do get a point, but you will get another if you can tell me what that song is. Or make some shit up. Is it Lonely by eh, eh, the Chainsmokers? <laughs> Chainsmokers. No, they sounded better than them. I'm sorry. I grew up very Christian. If these were all evangelical okay. bops from the early well, they're 90s, not. They're not. then okay. So this is, uh, that was Whistle for the Choir by the Fratellis. Became popular from uh, a, uh, an iPod commercial. Uh, so there you go. Okay, uh, Megan, back to you. Well, let me ask you this, friend. Yes, yes. Is there an even number of Cena's and Suicide Squads? Yes. Oh, well, then it doesn't matter what I pick because we've gotten three Cena's and five Suicide Squads. Just do it. Just do it. Okay, one. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Well, Zach, you're going to get this too then. But I'm enjoying your suffering until then. Oh, great. Fantastic. Well, I mean, you don't get any points for knowing it, but <laughs> yes. That was, of course, what's the name of the song again? I'm sorry. Abadu! Abadu! Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I loved, Zach. I loved the drama of her doing the math just in time for, like, yeah. the world's going to explode. It's ending. And you click the button and the world ends. That was yeah. that was the funniest thing I've it's uh, that's happened this year. Megan, thank you for um, your pain. You're mm-hmm. welcome. You're welcome. 13 <laughs> days into the new year and someone is already profiting off of my pain. So that's like mm-hmm. a record. I can't. Nature is healing. I can't uh, wait to bring us home by choosing number one, my boy, John Cena. Is no, that right? No, I just she chose did, one. She just oh, chose number one. What have, what's you have left? Eight? eight. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't want eight because that's John Cena. Oh no, that's well, John Cena. Let's well, let's hear. Let's hear. Oh no. As you knew, going in, that was John Cena. Mm-hmm. With like with that weird little like uh sort of drag queeny okay noise. Yeah. I mean wrestling and drag are it's ahead of his time. Yeah, wrestling and drag they're are pretty yeah, neighbors. They're not dissimilar. They're I think dissimilar. there are a lot of cultures that have utilized that sound in music. Before yeah, but right now, Jack. Right now, oh, it's, okay. Allen Ginsberg it's very... is to Jack Kerouac as the Decemberists are to Death Cab for Cutie, as mm-hmm. drag is to wrestling, as John Cena is to so Alyssa true. Edwards. Yeah, so true. Is wrestling not a form of drag in some ways? Someone with isn't a... everything drag. We're all oh, born yeah, naked, right. and the rest is drag. The Creation Museum that was drag. Oh boy! After that round, the scores are Zach with nine, Megan with seven. Ah. <sighs> We are going to take a commercial break, but it's going to be one of those things where I'm like, we're taking a break, and then Christian's going to put the ad in later, and we're just going to come right back in right away. So that is a form of drag. And we'll be right back with the finale of Troubled Waters.
For over a decade, MaxFunCon has been an incredible weekend of learning, connecting, and laughing with folks in the MaxFun community. And, if all goes according to plan, the last regularly scheduled MaxFunCon will take place in Lake Arrowhead from June 3rd to June 5th, 2022. We have a very limited number of tickets remaining. To make them available to the maximum number of people, we'll be opening our waitlist for tickets on January 23rd at 5pm Pacific. That'll be your chance to be first in line to purchase tickets, and we'll go down the waitlist until we're at capacity. More details at maxfuncon.com. And mark your calendars for Sunday, January 23rd at 5pm Pacific. Hey, welcome back to Trouble Waters! We just took a break for a long time. Uh, I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Zach Zimmerman and Megan Sass. Now it's time for a game we are calling Year in Review. 2022 has been in full swing for about two weeks now. Came in real hot. Uh, A whirlwind of virus. uh, Celebrity deaths left and right and center. So we thought, you know what? Why wait until the end of the year to give this year its review? Every year deserves to get a performance evaluation right now, early on in its progress, so it can correct what's going wrong, so it knows how it can improve. This is going to be a cooperative game where we will play the roles of the year's managers who have called 2022 into their office. First, we will take turns giving it some criticism. Then we will move on to some suggestions for some ways the year can improve its performance for the rest of the first quarter and avoid getting fired. I will give you points on the quality of the feedback that you give, how actionable the items are uh, to to improve, how effectively you manage to make it sound like a professional performance review. Um, I have gotten absolutely terrible ones through the years uh, and also for how much you make me laugh. We're going to start now. Um, You guys, uh, 2022 is in the reception area. Uh, shall I? Should I call him in? Send send him in. This is going to be tough, but guys, it's essential. Okay. Do you guys need water? Fizzy still? Oh no no no! I'm good. I've still got. Okay. I'd love a I'd love a uh, grapefruit Lacroix while you're out there. Grapefruit Lacroix, terrific. Um, they call it Pamplemousse. Isn't that fun? I'm sorry. Okay, I'll be right back. Um, nothing. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, here comes 2022. Okay, thanks. Hi, welcome. Why don't you take a seat? Uh, I, I don't, I think we're not on the same page. So I'm just going to provide some feedback. First of all, there have been a lot of celebrity deaths and you have, as by my, my records, I'm just going to double check. Yes. You have not brought back any of the dead celebrities. You haven't brought any of them back to life. So, um, that's a, that's not polling very well. That's not really... It's not really getting the view count we want. I'm gonna pass this on to Zach. Zach. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Just enjoying some of my grapefruit Lacroix. Uh, thank you for that, um, Dave. Look, 2022. I I want to start with what I'm loving, because I I, I want to be positive here. I don't want I want you to enjoy being here. You know, you're you're ticking the days off. You're you're showing up every day. You're here, and that says something. We haven't ended time, so I'm I'm proud of you in that way. That said, you're, you're people are, you're a little cold, okay? I know that's kind of hard to tell a year, but and I know there's a history of you know I don't want you to have to be you know smiling at everyone at the office, but it's it's freezing, and I need you to work and grow on that and be a little warmer to your colleagues. I think that's an opportunity for growth. I'll take your silence as an affirmative. Yes, you will continue to work on that. 
Um, also, uh, I'm proud of you that you that you are will not have a presidential election this year. I'm really looking forward to that fact about your improvement. Sometimes not doing something is doing something, and you're doing that 2022. I also I love that you're an even number. That's powerful and strong. That's a beautiful thing. You know, there's nothing odd about you. This is going to be a big year. And frankly, not to toot your own horn, but uh, is it true that Zach Zimmerman's book is coming out at the end of you? Because that sort of gives us all something to look forward to, I think. As a, but so hopefully, you, by focusing on the positive, you'll 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 pick up on the negative that you need to work on. But 2022, I'm proud of you. Yes, and I probably should have started with. By the way, thank you, Zach. A- agreed on 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 all points there. I just want to second everything that he's said. Yeah, you um, came I in a little to... cruel, Megan. Not to give you feedback during our feedback, but you I, can, yeah, don't really no. focus on the negative there. I think that this is not my evaluation, Zach. And so I'd like to refocus on our client, please. I think you should focus on the positive. I will be doing so when you give me a chance to speak again. Thank you. Actually, would you like to try that? Would you like to try that critique of me in a more positive light, Zach? Oh, Since I, we're I, talking about the positive? Yeah, I love uh, when mm-hmm. you're positive. <laughs> I can't wait mm-hmm. to see when you're positive. Great. In the future, Great. which is a th- place we will get to, thanks to 2022 showing up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, um, I just, I do care about facts. And so I just want to start by, by fact-checking something Zach just said. And that is that t- 2022 is uh, the present. You know this. You know this. You know who you are. I love that about you. You know who you are. You weren't trying to bust on the scene and pretend you're something you're not. You weren't going to bust in and be like, hey, guess what, everybody? Everything is fine. Everything is going to be beautiful. You walked in and I feel like right from the beginning, you were like, you know what? This is going to be a mediocre year. And while I think that people don't love the mediocre, they love it when you're straightforward. One minor constructive criticism. Your year doesn't fit very well onto the New Year's Eve glasses. You know, I saw a couple different versions of people trying to squeeze in, but the truth is you can't make a two into any round shape. So there's really no good way to make your glasses without it looking like 20202, which is really more of a zip code. And that's, I think, I think that confused some people. So I want to say good effort. I think you did the best you could with what you were given, but I think we're going to need to revisit. Yeah, you notice there how Megan was positive, but then negative at the end. I think that's a recurring thing <laughs> we could, could, could. But 2022, just to make sure you're happy, I, I want you to know, I'm, I'm going to open up a little about myself because being vulnerable is a way to show power and strength in the workplace. When I was 13 days old, I was shitting myself. I was sucking on my mother's breast. I was peeing everywhere, vomiting everywhere. You, you're showing up. So to Megan's point, you're here. You're queer. Are you queer? Am I allowed to ask? I'm sorry. You're coming out? <gasps> that is brave and beautiful 2022. I'm so proud of you. In January of all months, you didn't save it for, you know, Bisexual Awareness Day and Month or Pride Month or... I Look at you, 2022. Let's get you on the uh, LGBTQ plus affinity group here in the office. You can help plan our drag brunch for June. Um, yeah, maybe you're just not in your right spot, 22. I mean, when I before I came out, I was doing terrible things in the office as well. So I'm proud of you, 2022. 
I think that's it. I hope, I, Megan, I wow. hope I haven't actually that, that offended was... you. I mean, we can, we should get a drink after work if that's okay. Wow. Iced out, iced out at the end there. Real office intrigue, real office intrigue. I can't wait to read this report once it's all typed up and filed with HR. Um, let's, let's go through it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Zach, um, excellent points about, about the temperature. However, uh, you lost a point for creating drama in between the two of you. I don't need to see it. I don't want to see it. And I think it's too early to decide whether we want 22 as a queer year. It could be terrible. It's, this is not a, that's not a January 13th kind of a decision to make. Four points to you. Uh, Megan, uh, excellent points about why hasn't this year raised the dead. Uh, everything else has happened. Why can't something good happen? Why can't there be a zombie uh, Betty White? And also, thank you so much for bringing up the problem of those goddamn New Year's glasses. They're <laughs> ridiculous. I saw pictures and it was like 202 squared There's something. There was like a two up on top. Like, no, you can't do We're not doing exponentials. Uh, so let's see. What is that? Seven points to you. So let's see. Okay, our final score with 14 points. Megan Sass pulls out a victory in 2022. Wow. Zach Zimmerman just behind with 11, but he's got a book coming out later in the year, as he will hasten to uh, tell you. As we move on to our plugs, uh, tell us what you're doing that you want the world to know about, and then to write the karmic balance, tell us about something someone else has done that you want the world to know about. Zach Zimmerman? We'll start with you. Uh, I, I really don't have anything to to plug. I um November's okay. blank, December's blank, pre-order probably in the summer. ZZ double Z Z on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, but I don't really have anything to plug. Right. I mean you do have a book coming out later in the year. Is there a title? Right now, it was on your right fire and brimstone, but I think we changed it to Is It Hot in Here or Am I Suffering for All Eternity for the Sins I Committed on Earth? Wow. I like that one. Long title for a, like a short little book. Well, I mean, title, subtitle. Title, subtitle. Right? Is it hot in here? Yeah. yeah. There you go. They always get on you to do a subtitle. That's a fun subtitle. Okay. So something someone else did. Oh, my goodness. I, I've had a couple friends uh, with, like, Tonight Show sets, which is really exciting. Matt Broussard. Ooh. Matthew Broussard just went back on and had a very funny one. And uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Ronan, I'm going to butcher his last name. I want to think, say Zinberg. I guess we're not that close. Um, mm. But I can Google his name. But you're doing the person a solid. Great. Thank you. Megan Sass, our victor. What's going uh, on uh, I'm alive. Oh, yeah. So I would just like mm-hmm. to plug that fact. Um, but I did. <laughs> this is, I, I don't know that, that your audience is going to care at all about this. But, You'd uh, be surprised. I wrote jokes for a uh, a menopause information site that tries tries to be the what to expect when you're expecting, but for menopause, it tries to make menopause a mm-hmm. little bit fun and light. Uh, it's called Pause mm-hmm. Me Not. So you can check that mm-hmm. out if you know anyone experiencing menopause. Um, and I think inspired by Zach, I'm going to retitle this so- this site. Is it hot in here or have I just been cursed by being born with a uterus? <laughs> it's a good title. Yeah. Uh, thank it's you. fun. And somebody nice. else, you just introduced me to Wordle. 
in the email oh, you sent in preparation for this. So everybody check out that game. I would like to keep that going throughout the rest of the year. That's not a person, I, but we should all be playing really, that together. I I just learned about it. It's yesterday. Yeah. Well, I I learned about it and then I looked for the app. I searched Wordle and the app that comes up is one of those like, you know, like circle ones where it's like you, you oh, word clouds. figure out yes. the word. Yes. Word cloud. Yeah. But they renamed it Wordle. And I was like, and I started playing it. And I was like, A, this is stressing me the fuck out. I don't like it. B, like, how are people getting like scores of 205? I'm getting six and I'm usually pretty good at these kinds of things. What nobody fucking tells you, Megan Sass, is that it's on, it's web-based. Yeah. Web-based. Yep. Yeah. Nobody tells you it's web-based. I just assumed it was an app. Everybody, it's just search Wordle on your yeah. browser. I, I can tell you Wordle. I did not have that problem. I found it right away. And oh, okay. Um, okay, I well, won in four tries. a long time. Nice. Well, I screwed up, though, because then I bragged mm-hmm. about it on Twitter and immediately mm-hmm. got someone being like, hey, Boomer, you can't show people the word. You can't just copy oh. your work. So oh. I screwed up immediately. Fucked um, up everyone's day. You can only play once a day. Yeah. Well, but Which I, I also, also like. I posted at like 11.50 p.m. So I think it was okay. okay. Still. No spoilers yeah. on the Wordle, you're, Megan. You're, you're also on the Eastern time. I am. That's a good point. But can really I. fucked us here in Los Angeles. Can I plug an actual human being that is on Western sure. time? Um, James yeah. Third. He's a buddy of mine. He does a lot of characters on Instagram. He's been a writer for Nickelodeon, Astronomy Club on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy, he's been doing a lot of, uh, a lot of funny raps on his Instagram and a lot of great characters. He's a great impressionist. So just check out, check out James the third's Instagram. Uh, okay. I am Dave Holmes. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Dave Holmes. My podcast waiting for impact a Dave Holmes passion project is out all 10 episodes. Binge them. If you want to share them with a friend and the thing that someone else did that I want the world to know about is the Apple TV Plus movie, Coda. If you have not yet seen Coda, holy God. It's so good. It will make you cry so hard. Um, it's it's gorgeous. Uh, the cast was nominated for Best Cast in the SAG Awards just recently uh, and well-deserved. It's it, just tremendous. I cannot say enough good things about Coda. Everybody go see Coda. All right, Zach Zimmerman, Megan Sass, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you so much for listening. If you're a Golden Girls fan, my sincerest apologies. Uh, We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Zach Zimmerman... Pigheart. Yeah, Megan Sass. Barbie, Ida B. Wells. Yeah, yes. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Woohoo! Woohoo! Happy New Year. Be safe. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.